Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, you guys, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast with your host, me, Mia Moran. I'm super excited for this episode today. This is episode two out of seven where I'm sharing for seven days in a row, seven tools that have really helped me and my clients in this healthy journey. And so yesterday I shared about knowing your why and how to write that on a card in a way that pulls you forward toward your goal. If you haven't heard that one, I would definitely go start with that. That's really about putting yourself first, getting your own oxygen mask on so that then you can take your family along for the ride. So tool number two helps with the family part. And you can do this in any order. They're all good. But I really do always encourage us mamas to put on our own oxygen masks first just because sometimes sometimes we forget. Um, but this one was really has been really helpful for so many parts of our life. And it's this idea that, well, let me go back a little. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I... Um, my background is actually in design. I owned and operated a graphic design firm for 10 years. That's where I was when I um, started this whole health journey. That was, that was the work I was doing when I had gained the 65 pounds and was balancing work and family. And in that job, I did a lot of branding work. I did a lot of figuring out with small companies and big universities and institutions figuring out what they believed in and then mapping that to how they communicated themselves, right? So we did lots of sort of meetings with employees and customers and, you know, in university students and teachers, just really trying to get at the heart of what a given institution or company believed in. And it dawned on me uh, a couple years back that this was a really useful tool for families as well because we don't always know what we stand for. We come from something. Sometimes we come from a family that stands for something, but then when we make a family, we have a spouse who comes from their own set of stories. And I believe that our little guys come in with some sort of, you know, beliefs before we start start programming over those beliefs, but that's another another story. So I believe that there's this all these things are coming together and then it's an opportunity to really understand what we believe in as a family. And before I go into how you can do this, I just wanted to share a story from my <clears throat> sorry, from my past about where this got tested and how I knew that this was an important thing to add to our brand and just a, a test for how this can change the way you know we act. So as you guys know, family dinners are something that's kind of important in our household. And actually, that's that could be a whole tool that I'm, I'm not doing as one of these seven days. But family dinners have been a really important tool. And 
what I realized that they, they, and I'm going to actually, I'm going to use them as another example in a sec, but one of the ways that we make sure that happens is we've been really clear about, you know, everyone being free at the time of dinner. And then I've sort of taken on because it's important to me, making sure that it happens in a healthy way every night. So I'm the entrepreneur, so I have sort of somewhat flexible hours. Um, so some of the tools that I'll share this week have helped me be able to get dinner on the table while still balancing work for sure. Um, and my husband works at a university and so he really does have a eight to six, nine to five, whatever, you know, a job that he has to be at for given hours. And so it's a little bit harder for him to get home. He definitely comes home sometimes and makes dinner. He's very often the weekend dinner maker. Um, but on the weekdays, it's kind of, it's on me to make that happen. And that's fine because that's what I want. But what started happening a couple years back before we had done this branding exercise was that there was a, some stint of time where either I was making dinner a little bit later or he was coming home early. And you guys know that time before dinner, it's like not the most relaxed time in a household. Sometimes, you know, everyone's coming back from their things. So everyone wants mom's attention. Everyone's hungry. And here you are, the parent just trying to pull together dinner. So I'm always, you know, conscious of that, trying to breathe deeply, trying to get it on the table. I know that I made this happen because it was an important value for me that I wanted to have family dinner. But there were these evenings where my husband would get home and, you know, I wasn't communicating very well. So he wasn't sure what to do. So he would just start helping in the way that, that he was drawn to help. And this went on multiple nights in a row. But the first thing he would do would be to sort of look over my shoulder and check the trash. And so I would be just trying to calmly get dinner on the table and he would be taking like a banana peel out of the trash and putting it in the compost and, you know, a card piece of cardboard that ended up in the trash and put it in the recycle and then something in the recycle that really couldn't be recycled and put it in the trash and like just organizing, but in a, in a manner that really got under my skin. He was like literally doing nothing wrong, you guys. He was just trying to move stuff around. And the whole time I was just like, I'm feeling judged. Like, did I do that? Did the kids do that? Who put the banana peel in there? Like, why didn't it go in the compost? And it would be the root of some big fights that would happen. And so as I was doing this family brand and going through and just coming up with what my core beliefs were and then what my husband's core beliefs were, and sort of the whole time assuming that they were the same, I realized that he actually has a really deep core belief that his mother has too, so I should have seen it, of just being the best human possible to our planet. And it's not like I don't want to be, but it's just not ingrained in me in the same way. Like it's not something that was always told to me when I was little. It wasn't something that we created practices around. Um, I've started composting, but it's been in more recent years. It just, it was not something that was on my radar. And I realized that it was really deeply ingrained in everything he does. He rides his bike or takes the bus to work. He would never drive. Whereas I'm always thinking, I only have six hours to do my work. I've got to drive. And he does things like he fixes things that break instead of buying a new one, which sometimes that might be my instinct, even though I'm getting way better at all this. Um, he had the same backpack to all of our chagrin for many, many years until about two years ago when it finally really broke down. 
So this is just, these were all really, really important values. This was an important value to him. And it wasn't like he was judging us for not putting it in the trash. He was a little bit, but you know, that wasn't where the energy was coming from. The energy was coming from, this was the right thing to do. And so it wasn't until I sat down to do this exercise that I realized that was just one of his core values and that probably it would have to become one of our family's core values. And who wouldn't want that as a value, right? But by putting it as a value, it shifted the energy for me so that if he ever comes home and I'm in the kitchen just trying to buzz around and trash is flying around, first of all, it happens a lot less now because it's a core value. I'm very, I'm much more conscious of it. But two, when it does happen, I can have more humor about it and know why that's all happening right in that moment. Does that make sense? Um, and just it helps us understand what it is we have to pass on to our kids, what we have to say no to, what we have to say yes to. And it just really helps us make choices um, on a daily basis. So another core value of ours is um, connectivity. And as a family, one of the ways that that shows up is through family dinner. So I just, it's like an easy way for it to show up, right? It's like every night at the same time, we connect with each other in a deeper way than we do like when I'm driving around with everybody in the back seat of a car. I don't know. There's just something really special about it for me. So when things come up like, um, I don't know, a basketball league and it fights dinner every single night, we may say no. If something comes up like a basketball league or a play or something that's not forever and it fights dinner, then maybe we'll choose to say yes, especially as the kids get older. I said no. I pretty much said no across the board when they were little, like under 10, I would call little. But as we've moved into the teen years and they can do a little bit more about getting to and from places by themselves, yada, yada, we've started to say yes, but we don't take it lightly. And then we have to figure out other ways to connect, right? So we have to make sure that then we're clearing a Saturday or that I'm able to really make an effort in the mornings. So it just turns up in different ways, but we can always map things back to our values. So the ideas, you guys, are endless, but you're going to know what the seven to ten words are that really, really define your family. So I recommend starting with that. If you go to plansimplemeals.com slash tools where the worksheets for this are, um, there is a list of words that you could grab from if you want, or you can think of your own. And I recommend just starting with words just because it's easier. And then... One of the things we did was we sort of defined the words for ourselves and you could just call it at that. You could have the kids draw a poster. You could make a poster. Um, another note about kids is if your kids are under, I don't know, let's use 10 or 9 as an example. I don't recommend that they be part of the process of coming up with the words, but you should definitely tune into them as you're making up the words. Does that make sense? But once the kids are over 10, this would be a fun family meeting, right, of sitting down and figuring out what it is that you really believe. Um, if they're young as well, though, you still need to figure out a way to communicate to them what 
your family brand is and you can do that in a number of ways you know you could pick one thing a day and do it over the course of a couple weeks you could um, just share it regularly once a week you could use it as examples but I think what you'll find is it will really help you make choices as a family. It will help you know what to say yes to, what to say no to, what to get mad about, what to let go, um, what to just really firmly put your foot down about because these are your core beliefs. And when these things are feel in balance, you will feel in balance. Does that make sense? So the other thing, because we're talking about health and wellness, is that your seven to 10 words may have nothing to do with health and wellness. But that's why I just shared that example with you about connectivity. So connectivity shows up a number of ways in our house. And I, we went a little further to sort of define the how, which you can do eventually. But, you know, family dinner is a big part of that. Giving hugs regularly is a big part of that. Looking the kids in the eye before they walk out the door in the morning. So there's different part, there's different ways that that shows up. But because of we're doing health and wellness here, I would recommend as you go through your words, think about, well, how does food and meal time and anything, you know, exercise and drinking water like how do all these things fit into my brand where do they fit in because that will really help you to model this to teach this and it becomes a lot like that why of really helping it you know move you forward in your choices instead of um feeling like you're always pushing so you may have a value um around let's see um what would you have a value around for this example I'm about to give? Um, I'm just thinking that you may have a value around standing up for what you believe in. And so then you're getting healthier and healthier and you're at Little League and there's always donuts and Gatorade. So in order to honor your value, you really have to be the one to speak up. Does that make sense? So it really helps you frame like, what it is you're going to do when you may have a value that's more around health, not around speaking up, but then you get into some situation where your health is being questioned and you have to speak up because you can't live if you're not, you know, feeling that healthy. Does that make sense? So, it, so the it, different things will pop up, but it will help you map toward how you act and all of our things are going to be different. And your things are probably going to be a little bit different than how you grew up. And that's one of the hardest boundaries to draw. But believe me, it's so, so, so worth it. So I hope everyone has fun creating their family brand. Go download the worksheets at plantsimplemeals.com slash tools. Do your family brand. Take a picture of it. I'm going to take a picture of mine. I think I actually may, it may need like a little bit of a redesign. I do want to say that, that that happens I feel like the core words change less, but sometimes there's like, like, so, so, you know, I might come up with the seven core words for a company and then design a logo based on that. And then seven years later, they need a new logo. So sometimes it's because one of the core words change, but a lot of times it's just because the visual representation of those core words needs to change and evolve. So it's kind of like me rebranding the podcast to include more than just food, right? Does that make sense? Because we need to talk about everything around the food. Um, and it might 
you know, different parts of your brand may need to be rebranded from time to time. Life just is simply different with, you know, two to nine-year-olds than it is with 14-year-olds. And so stuff may need to shift. Boundaries may need to change. Different things may support your your brand words in a different way. So this isn't, this is a working document. It's a moving document, um, which is my long way of saying that I think ours needs a little bit of a, a revamp. So when I do that, I will post it on the Plan Simple Meals Facebook page, and I hope to see some of yours too. All right, you guys, have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow for the next tool. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.